In this episode, we will be using BattleBards sound effects. Check them out, BattleBards.com. And if you're signing up for a Prime account, be sure to use our code STACK to get a discount. Hello, stackers, and welcome back to part two in our ongoing Curse of Strahd summertime whatever whatever campaign. And we are ready to go with the next installment. So Thane, take it away. What's up, stackers? It's me, Thane. You sound tired. <laughs> I do. What's up, stackers? What's up, stackers? It's me, Thane. I'm your dungeon master for this going series that will last indefinitely until the end of the summer. Right. Thane <laughs> is now trying to be a 1990s DJ. You know it. That's what I was born to do. Anyway. Ten years too late. <laughs> Ten years too late. <laughs> a couple of years too late. So anyway, uh, here we are. Back doing Curse of Strahd at what the uh, the book is titling The Death House. Ooh, that sounds pretty severe. I never gave the title of this little subsection of our adventure. And so, yeah, here we are. Uh, I wonder it is. if we should have known that. <laughs> like, nah. You probably should have told us that. <laughs> nah, you didn't need to know it. Well, we knew it now. <laughs> you know Man. it now. Enjoy. You guys are kind of stuck in this house now, too, because, you know, the fog has kind yeah, of yeah, shrouded everything around it. Kind of locked yep. in. But, yeah, so uh, we got our two lovely players here, starting with my ma. Meredith as Anna Zorovna. And we got my dad. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing Razven, the Grave Domain Cleric. Cool, cool. Where we last saw our heroes, uh, Anna had just opened a door to a room wherein she saw wolves. <gasps> yeah. Duh, cue the, the thunder flash. Yeah. The I'm lightning peels. Not sure how my guy's going to take this. That's going to be fun. We'll see. Alrighty. So let's just jump right into it. Welcome to the Stacker Dice Curse of Strahd Summertime Good Time Fun Campaign. <laughs> Previously on Stacker Dice. You've been on the road towards where they've said Barovia is, but mostly just wandering. You guys have been moving on for some time when it almost just comes out of nowhere that suddenly fog starts to produce itself around you guys. Ooh, that's not good. <laughs> what is this? You're choking on the fog? Yes. Okay. Up ahead, I'm very sorry. I don't know you, you don't know me, but may I walk with you? I, I can't see any better from my position. No, it's not about that. I... I think it would be better if we stayed together. Fingers of fog drag themselves away to reveal you're basically at the crest of a hill that leads down into a sweeping valley. As you're going along, you do see a bit off the path, there's an old house just standing right by the side of the road, two children. Yes, there, there is a monster in, in, in the house. What sort of monster? I cannot describe it. It, it our, our parents, they're in there. Okay, Your stay parents here. are in there with the monster? Yes. Stay here. The door opens with a little bit of effort, but it swings inward slowly, very creakily. 
and inside there's a little entrance uh, hall, mm-hmm. and there is a coat of arms, a shield with a it's a red field with a golden windmill on it. You open the door and you practically fall over from the shock. There are three wolves standing in here. Wolves! Wolves! You open the door and there are wolves. What? Well, there are wolves in here. And she pulls out like her, her uh, I guess her sword. I think I already, actually already, ha- I've had my sword yes. out this mm-hmm. whole time. So when she opens the door and sees these wolves, she raises it like she's ready to strike. My face goes white immediately, and I say, What did you say? There are wolves in here! Prepare for battle! Razvan, you hear distant howling, and you're starting to see snippets oh, no. of that awful night. They're bursting through the windows, they're clawing at the door, they're everywhere. I'm frozen. I, I'm not moving. I, yes, you are. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. Razvan, did you hear me? Get in here! He is stock still, rigid, petrified, it looks like. You're going to suffer a short-term madness effect. You're... <laughs> <laughs> What's going to happen is basically you're plagued with hallucinations. Ability checks oh are going to be made at disadvantage for a couple minutes. Ooh. couple minutes, yikes. Let me Ability checks only? Abil- ability checks. Okay. I'll make a note of that. For a couple minute or minutes. A couple minute or minutes. <laughs> just trying to keep it ambiguous so you don't know what number I just rolled. For an amount of time. <laughs> All right. So that's disadvantage ability. Yep. So when I turn back to see if he is hearing me, if he's joining me at the doorway, and I, I'm assuming I just see what, like a blank stare... Basically, his like, f- he's white as a sheet. And my eyes are big and wide. Okay. What, what is the matter with you? Is he close enough behind me? I can just like reach a hand back? I, w- I would assume so. Yeah, right? I was yeah. I was ready to open the door right, for right, you. Right, right, right. Uh, I may reach back to his shoulder and, and grab it, shake him a little bit. Nothing. At, as you know, you're, you're hearing these wolves, seeing them coming out of nowhere, and then suddenly somebody grabs your shoulder. <laughs> what? And I draw my mace. My word. <laughs> uh, but then after a split second, I realize it's you. You're shaking out of the hallucinations for now, but your hands are shaking now yeah. slightly. Yeah. I, I actually drop my mace hand to my side and let it actually fall to the floor with a clatter. It's what? Pick a, that back up. We have the, the clatter is deafening. And after this little episode, you realize that nothing has moved in the room. I look back expecting to see them bounding through the door. There's no movement. No movement. You ascertain that they are stuffed taxidermied wolves. Oh. Wait. Wait. They're not moving. I I don't think these are real. I don't think they're alive. I've stooped over and put my hands on my knees and I'm taking deep breaths. <sighs> what is the matter with you? Don't worry about it. I, I'm okay. I'm okay. And I pick up my mace from the floor. I... Please forgive me. I'm okay. I hope so. I can't, I can't afford to lose my backup if any more surprises like that come our way. And she turns back and eyeing the stuffed wolves somewhat suspiciously is going to take a deliberate step into the room. 
nothing changes. They are posed very well. They it, There's three of them set around the edges of the room to look as if they are circling some prey set in the middle of the room. There's there's nothing there. Uh, but Okay. All right, so I'm going to then fully enter the room and start looking a- around. You come in and you get your bearings. Razvan pokes his head around the corner and then pulls back real quick. <laughs> and when he sees where everything is, yeah. <laughs> he takes a hat off and shakes it around. <laughs> and he tries it again and stays a little longer this time. Mm-hmm. And then when he sees no movement, he does step in, but he's staying against the far wall from I can the walls, imagine. keeping a wary eye on them. Yep. It's what would have been like the guy cave of this house, the, the man cave, okay. the guy's room. If whoever owned this house were having guests over, usually the guys would retire to this room. This is where all the guys would hang out to talk about their manly pursuits. Again, like the rest of this floor, it's a paneled room. All the walls are paneled with oak and inscribed with intricate designs of floral patterns and Mm. the like. Um, There's a fireplace on the far wall that... Opposite the door, you mean? Against the south wall, so that's to the left of the door. Okay. Um, Against the south wall is a fireplace, above which is mounted the head of a stag, uh, stuffed much like these wolves. There are two very large padded chairs, high-backed, very straight-backed, too. Um, Are they facing us, or are they facing away from us? Away from you guys. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Between them is uh, like a little, little oak table, mm-hmm, like, a, mm-hmm. like a coffee table type thing. Uh, it's got a, a cask of wine and carved wooden goblets, pipe rack, candelabrum, all the stuff a guy needs, you know? Bare necessities. <laughs> yeah. Who could ask for anything more? I need to tell you. And there's a couple of cabinets. There's a big old lock on this cabinet against mm. the far wall. Well, the lock. But otherwise, that's all that you can see in this room. Yeah, the lock really catches my eye, I guess. My side eye. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it is safe for us to advance into this room. Come here. I want to inspect the fireplace. You go right ahead. Inspecting the fireplace requires you to walk by the wolves? Yep. Okay. Well, because yeah. there's uh, two against the wall uh-huh. in which the door leads. And there's one against the far wall. And so to go into the middle part of the room, you're, you're passing amongst the wolves. Yeah, I'm going to hug the wall. Mm-hmm. You go right ahead. Uh, I'll, I'll check out this cabinet over here. I'm right behind you. I'm way behind you. <laughs> I'm way behind you. Fine, check out the cabinet. As I approach the, um, the mantle mm-hmm. of the fireplace... Is there anything of, other than the stag's head, which is hanging above, is there anything of note, any clues to the owner of the house? I mean, mm, good call. not really. You see, again, uh, set onto the mantle, that gold windmill on the red field mm-hmm. uh, is the coat of arms. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, We haven't seen a family name not on the coat of arms? Not an area name. Hmm. Ooh, there's a big lock on this cabinet. Do you see any keys? I would imagine the key to the cabinet would be near the cabinet. Why well, would it be on the mantelpiece? Okay. By the uh, way, I'll check the cabinet. <laughs> and and Razvan, just this whole time, even though you're generally over the initial shock, your hair is still kind oh, of yeah. on end. Oh, yeah. That's the way I'm trying to play it. Yeah. Okay. yeah I'm not turning my back on the wolves. I'm, yeah. I'm glancing over at the lock and then back out at the room to make sure nothing is moving. <laughs> yeah. 
I'll run my hand over the mantelpiece mm. as I walk along it. You run your hand along the mantelpiece, and there's not even a speck of dust up there. It's clean. And nothing else. Too clean. Nothing else. Yeah, I'm running my hands across the top of the cabinet, the sides, maybe trying to shift it a little bit from the wall to, to look behind it. It's actually mounted against the wall. Ooh, um, interesting. But running your hands across the top, again, not even a bunny of dust. Uh, have I passed by the, the high-backed chairs yet? Oh, you have. Um, there is nothing in them. They're padded. Are they basically in front of the fireplace? Essentially. Yeah, they're, just, okay. they're just set there to sit in front oh, okay. of the fireplace. Face, they were facing the fireplace. Yeah, but they're gotcha. facing away from you guys when you walk in the room. Yeah, right. Um, they look like they could be comfortable if you sat in them. Not like luxurious. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know. Like padded thrones, sounds like. Yeah. Kind of. Um, I'm going to sit down on the one uh, as you are facing the fireplace, the one that is on the left. Okay. Is it armed? Yeah, it's armed. Sit down, put my arms on the armrest for just a moment. This one's too hard. Yeah, <laughs> this one's too soft. <laughs> yeah. And then just sort of look down to the sides uh, in the seams of the cushions. What's maybe your passive perception score? 11. Okay. Uh, but I could maybe do a perception check. You could, perchance, and you'd just be investigating the chair, I assume. Yeah, yeah, like sticking my, little, my hands down in the... Your little um, hands. My little hands. So as I run my hands uh, on either side of the cushion on which I am sitting, okay, that stupid thing. Mm. Uh, I mean, probably no. I rolled a six and I'm looking at yeah, no, yeah, a total of seven. <laughs> your, your hand cramps. <laughs> hey, it wasn't a crit fail. We're not playing the, that kind of Dungeons and Dragons game where you roll poorly on something and just wound yourself. Yeah, yeah. But no, uh, you rifle through mm-hmm. and. It's weird, these, these cushions, no pocket change, mm-hmm. no food bits, there's nothing. Yeah, we're, we're getting the idea here that this is mysteriously clean. Yeah. Immaculately. Yeah. Meanwhile, from where I am, I hear the creak of the chair as she sits down in it, and then I'm looking for anything else that might be of interest where something could possibly be hidden, minus the wolves. Yeah. Um... And if I don't see anything, I'll head for the empty chair. You want to make a perception check for that? Passive is 14. Passive is 14? Yeah. Um, hmm. Thanks to my wisdom. I will say, it is dark in this room. Uh, there are no lights on. And the uh, the drapes are closed over the windows uh-huh. in this room. Yeah, so it's dim. And so there is no natural light or I have otherwise. my thaumaturgy flare right, going still. you do still. have your thaumaturgy mm-hmm. flare. Um, with a passive perception of 14, something seems to glint in the stag's mouth. Ooh. Hey, what's this? And I, again, following the opposite wall and you'd heading over to, to the fire. You'd pit. have to pass by one of the wolves. Do so. All right. I'm going to lean away from them as I pass them, because even though I know they're stuffed intellectually, oh, yeah, yeah. I understand, intellectually. but it's that phobic reaction. And I, my sister and I, when we would go to museums where they had mannequins, we knew, <laughs> we knew <laughs> there I remember was that. We could not get you to go into rooms. That absolutely had mannequins. not. Behind glass. I'm like, it's a, behind it's a glass, but it was like the lighting and the, I don't know. There's the faces, something about yeah, that. Something. Well, no, no. Cause it was like the ones that didn't have faces. Even better. That, mm. that was the stuff of my childhood nightmares. Yes, sir. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, I'm going to squeeze by and then 
As I get up there, I, I reach my hand into the mouth. What are you doing? Do you see something? I think I do. So I reach up there and fish around in the mouth. Yeah, you kind of wrestle with the tongue for a little bit <laughs> until you eventually find something hard metallic in there I that must have caught Take it and the, bring it down? It is a small iron key. Look at this. And I is hold that up, a key? I hold up my thaumaturgy hand so the light shows the glint on the metal. It's a very simple, very unadorned metal key. That couldn't go to the cabinet, could it? Well, I will find out. There's only and one I, way to find out. And I give you that grin again. Walk over and click, or at least try to click. Click. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I stand to the side. Again, these are my criminal instincts kicking in from experience, and I ease the door open, and then peek around the door to look inside. You open the door, and there are three crossbows set against, uh, set on a rack. Mm. A hand crossbow, a light crossbow, and a heavy crossbow. And there are 20 bolts for each. Huh. What did you find in there? Well, it looks like a, an armory. What? Three crossbows. Across the room. Yeah, look at rapidly. these things. These are beautiful. Look they at the are walnut exception- stocks. They yeah. are exceptionally well made. Carved everything. And Nothing. the strings are still good, nice and waxed and everything. Uh, yeah. Ooh, these are beautiful. Well, hmm. I've got to leave it here, though. What? Why? My vows. I've given up my old life. But these, these could be valuable as we continue through this house. They could, but they're not mine. I'm taking the light one. Taking the light crossbow? <laughs> yeah. And you're taking bolts with it? Or just uh, the crossbow? Yeah, no, I'll take the bolts for it because I don't already have... I have a heavy crossbow. So I'm assuming that the light crossbow bolts are different. Hmm. Sure. Yeah, let's say that. <laughs> Why wouldn't they be? I don't know. I have a crossbow. I have a light crossbow. I don't have a, a count on bolts. I'm assuming 20. Yeah, I think that's usually like um, the default starting and amount. I guess I need to know what the stats are on a light crossbow then. Uh, what's your dexterity? <sighs> Dex is 11. It's a D8 so it's of a plus damage. One. Really? I have a zero modifier. Okay, on. it's a zero. Um, so you just put your proficiency modifier under attack bonus, plus two. Okay. And it should be 1D8 plus zero for the damage. Piercing damage. And there seems to be nothing else in the cabinet. Nothing. Hmm. I think I'm going to go ahead and lock this again. And I will keep the key with us so that someone can't sneak in behind us. But before Very we leave, good idea. remind me to, uh, to leave the key here. Or I can take it if you want. I'll leave it. And if you decide you want it, who am I to stop you? Tell you what, I'll would- put it down. If it's not here when I come back, so be it. He puts it down. I'm going to pick it up and put it in my pocket. While we're still in the house, I don't want anyone to be able to come back by and grab the stuff. Okay. Well, I think we've cleared this floor, and I'm still well, edging. There is a second cabinet, though. No, oh, is there? No, there is. Said a couple of cabinets. I meant to say just one. <laughs> there is a single double cabinet. There are a single couple of cabinets. Because the cabinet had two doors on it, so you know. Yeah, I'm going to now edge back out into the hall. I believe we've explored every room on this floor. Yeah. Well, there's, there's upstairs. Mess. And there is no sign so far of that monster that the kids were talking about. And no oh, sound. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's been no sound either. Yes. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. So, like, the click of the bolt, the mm-hmm. opening of the cabinet, mm-hmm. every sound that you guys have made, again, Amplified. is painful on the ears. Yeah. I'm beginning to wonder about those children. I wonder if they were just part of the lure to bring us into this house. We have as yet met no monster. Well, in my research and in my experience, it could be that they are dead. The children? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making this up. It was so weird up there on the hill. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what to make of it, but it looks like we're trapped in this house. I mean, why don't we at least go take a look upstairs? Oh, absolutely. I'm not saying we shouldn't continue on, but I'm just curious as to what is really going on here. Oh, me too. Wildly curious. Yeah. I mean, as you guys are talking, there's not even like the echo of your voices mm-hmm. through this empty house again. Mm-hmm. Which like you I, would expect. Yeah, like like I said earlier, when you guys first walked into this house, it's like blankets are being pressed against your ears mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Well, let us continue up these stairs. I would like to get out of here if possible. Me too. This silence is unnerving. Mm-hmm. Would you like me to go first? Certainly. I swallow real hard. <laughs> Didn't expect you to agree to that. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> I mean, ladies first. <laughs> okay. I start up the stairs. The stairs are padded with that kind of carpet that people use mm-hmm. on stairs where there's like the little rods that... Yeah, the runners. In. So that softens your footsteps as you go up. To get maybe halfway up the stairs, I suppose you guys are both very like eagerly trying to keep an eye on what's oh, coming. Oh, my up neck next. is craning. I'm mm-hmm. trying to see what's up. And there are more wolves. <laughs> no. No. I was no about ready wolves. to run back down the stairs. <laughs> no, there are just armored men. Armored oh, is that all? <laughs> standing. Armored men? Men. I freeze. What? I'm going to bump into the back of him. Oh, great. You can see. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. After a couple of seconds, again, no movement. They are suits of armor. What are you seeing up there? And why did you stop? I'm sorry. They're. It looked like armored men, but I think it's just empty suits. Let's go take a look. It's the upper hall. There are unlit oil lamps set on the walls. There's another fireplace at the farm because the fireplace on the first floor just is connected to a chimney that goes all the way up. Mm-hmm. There's a fireplace here that connects to that, and above that is a portrait of you assume to be the family that resides or resided in this house. Uh-huh. Or will resign? You may never know. Resort? Resorted. <laughs> I'm looking at the description for thaumaturgy. It says mm-hmm. you cause flames to flicker, brighten, dim, or change color for one minute. It sounds like that has to be an existing flame, though. I mean, I would say you could you could cause these lamps to turn on if you wanted to. Okay, so I'll, I'll just go down the hall and light the lamps as I go. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming, based on the the rest of the house, that they are full of oil and ready to go. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you're using magic anyway, so it's yeah. not like they exactly need it. Yeah, so I just go through and light the lamps as I go. The hull is now filled with a yellowish glow, hmm. but it doesn't feel warm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Um, this portrait, however, you do see a little placard set against the bottom of it. I'm going to move closer to read the... There's something something here. Maybe it'll finally give us a clue as to whose house this is. The single word, perhaps a name. Durst. D-U-R-S-T. 
Durst. It says, it says Durst. That's ancient Barovian for thirst. <laughs> German in, in German, it's Durst oh. is oh, okay. thirst. <laughs> I'm just playing around. Uh-huh. Okay. The family name, perhaps? I suppose. What's in the portrait? Okay, let me see here. I, I move over next to you. Okay, yeah. Who who do we see in the portrait? There are five figures in this painting. Mm-hmm. There are two adults. It's a man and a woman, presumably husband and wife. And with them are two kids, which look exactly like the two kids that she found outside. And then in the father's arms is a swaddled baby, which you can't see anything of. But the woman is looking at this bottled baby with a hint of scorn in her eyes. Oh, boy. That doesn't sound good. I glance at the painting to take in as much of the detail as I can, but I'm keeping my eyes moving around the hall mm-hmm. while she's looking at it more deeply. Again, the suits of armor have not moved or anything. They're simply I'm, standing there in silent sentry. Yeah, I'm just keeping my ears open for any sounds or anything weird. Wait, do these two children look to you like the children we met outside? Uh... I glance back. Yeah, I guess it does. Huh. Is there any indication of how old this painting is? Well, if anything in this house showed any signs of age, you probably would have been able to date it. But like everything here looks fresh, new. Right, but artistic style changes over time. Or their clothing. Yeah. I mean, it looks fairly recent. That. You guys are not very privy to Barovian style of That's dress. That's true. Mm. That's true. So okay. everybody's in later hosen. Good try. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Different times. You know, they're in play in relatively simple clothes. Mm-hmm. I mean, for, for such an elegant house, mm. they're not really dressed super splendidly. Not shabby rags, but sure, just sure. basic simple clothes. And I don't think either of you are particularly well versed in art my history is not i'm not proficient in history i am oh are you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean you can try and figure I mean, out something from this if you want if the to kids and the, the kids that came out that we saw outside are in this painting i think that's significant how but about this do the clothes in the painting look like the clothes they were wearing outside exactly interesting something is very wrong here is the boy in the painting carrying a stuffed animal yep like the one outside? Precisely. Huh. Okay. Uh, I'm going to let her continue to stand and crossed arms stare at the painting or whatever. That's or, exactly yeah. what she's doing, I can imagine. <laughs> but uh, what else is in this hall? So there's suits of armor. Mm-hmm. Any doors? You said it's a main hall, so I'm assuming there are doors off of it. If you're standing at the top of the staircase looking mm-hmm. down towards the painting, mm-hmm. on the left, there's a single set of double doors. And on the right, there are two sets of single doors. So there are a total of three doorways in this hallway. And presumably then three rooms to investigate. And of course, the staircase loops around and continues up to another floor. floor. That's right. It was a spiral staircase. Gotcha. Okay. I see doors here. Should we? She tears her eyes away from the painting while still contemplating, not able to come to any conclusions. Yes, I suppose we ought to. Like before? Same. Okay. I'll go to the double doors. On the left wall. The Dumbledores. I'm wondering if we really need to be ready to jump in so dramatically. Yeah, based on our experience, I'll I'll just open it. Mainly, I want you to have your sword ready so that you're not fumbling with a doorknob and trying to wield your sword, especially a sword that big. Yes. That's really impressive, by the way. Thank you. 
So instead of leaping into the room, she's just, I know, I she's know. suspicious of people she mm-hmm. doesn't know. I'm trying to build a rapport. Yeah, well, <laughs> she's you're, like, yeah, well, you're being smarmy. And Dad's <laughs> over here just flirting He's like with winking mom and, and game. Flashing roguish smiles, and I'm like. I didn't think I was. It was just, well, you keep mentioning, and I do that grin again. I'm like, rather than being ready to leap in as soon as you open the door, I will stand. So if you're standing ready to open the door, I am against the wall. Ready to just sort of like roll in. Yeah, look yeah. look around the, the okay. edge. Yeah, so we're set. I quietly but smoothly open the door. So you're going to the double doors? Yeah, to the double okay, doors. Right, right, just making sure. And so I, I, he opens the door. I pop my head around the open area. It is a large and expansive room mm-hmm. to which you have opened the door. It is probably like some, something like a concert hall of sorts, a very small one. It's kind of empty, really. But against like a ballroom, a little bit, yeah. That's that's what I said. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple of chairs lined against the wall that you know you guys are on, and there's a piano and a harp in this room, and a couple of windows facing out towards the front of the house. Hmm. Nothing on the wall covered with drapes. No, um, besides the windows, again, paneled, carved with designs, etc. There doesn't seem to be anything of note in here. I believe it. I believe it's a music room or a ballroom of some yeah. sort. I'll just make a mental note of the piano and the harp. But aside mm-hmm. from that, I'm content to move on. On the very edge of your hearing, Dad, you can just hear like the faintest, faintest hints of music. Ugh. Let's get moving. It's all in minor. Sweet. I register the change in his demeanor. What, what is wrong? Nothing. I just, this is getting creepy, don't you think? It's certainly unusual. Uh, let's check out this door over here. Hmm. He's not going to tell me he heard music. No. Oh, well, I right. see how it is. I see how it is. And we'll go to the, whatever door is closest to this set of double doors. Um... They're across the hall, I assume. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, there's one across the hall, and then there's one, another one that's closer towards the staircase. All right. Who's we, opening? Me. Who's As clearing? Always. Yeah, same thing. Uh, he opens, I jump. Well, I mean, I look in first. I jump in. <laughs> All right. Again, the door glides open silently. And within, red velvet drapes cover the windows of this room. An exquisite mahogany desk and a matching high-backed chair face the entrance of the fireplace, above which hangs a framed picture of a windmill perched atop a rocky crag. Situated in corners of the room are two overstuffed chairs. Floor-to-ceiling bookshelves line the south wall. A rolling wooden ladder (laughs) allows one to more easily reach the high shelves. Yes. This is the library Uh of the house. Yeah. It's a relatively small collection, but there are bookshelves in here just absolutely packed with books. Mm. And they're all in pristine condition. I bet that would appeal to a, an acolyte of Gond, or mm. Ogma, rather. Yes? I am intrigued by the desk and the chair. And this is one of the only rooms that actually had a favorite text blurb. I know, so I'm really excited about this. Yeah. 
That means it's important. Probably. <laughs> um, I step into the room first. You said from the door, I'm facing the fireplace? I think he said the chair and desk face the fireplace. I see. The fireplace is against the north wall, that being to your left. Okay, left wall. And well, according to the drawing, the desk and chair actually don't really point that way much. It actually more faces towards you. Um, but anyway, so, okay, so I get into the room, and it's lit enough to tell it's a library, right? You're able to see enough. Again, the lights are out, the drapes cover the windows. But I guess so, but the he, lit the, he lit the oil lamps in the hallway. In the hall, so there's like some light coming come in, in here, but like the room itself is actually right. quite dark. The only against the south wall is their bookshelves, and the bookshelves go for a bit, and then they like go into a separate alcove where there are more bookshelves hmm. in this room. This appears to be a library. I don't see anyone. She steps in, and sword still in hand, but it lowers to her side, and she's just looking around the room. Maybe she goes across to the window to try and part the drapes. Some light comes in, but basically outside the windows, there is nothing but fog. Right. You can't see anything out there. At this time period, there weren't really openable windows, were there? No, I wasn't. I was just going to part the drapes to let some more light into this room. Okay. That's all I wanted. I wasn't trying to look out the window and see what was going on or anything. I was just... Okay. The room floods with a sickly pale natural light. Hmm. So then am I near that alcove of more bookshelves? Yep. I'll walk over to the one directly opposite the window or nearest and kind of scan the spines of the books. What kinds of titles am I seeing? They just range from all sorts of topics. Uh, History, warfare, alchemy. First edition collected books of poetry and fiction. Just basically just a house collection. Super, super rich. (laughs) I'm going to pause you there, Dad. You want to go check out the desk, right? Yeah. Yeah. I see her scanning the bookshelves and just see her lost in rapt attention for the first time. She seems really, truly interested in something. Very interested, yeah. For one, she seems almost like a pleasant person. (laughs) (laughs) And I go over and check out the desk and the chair. The desk has a couple of items on it. It's got an oil lamp, a jar of ink, a quill pen, tinderbox, letter kit with a red wax candle, four sheets of parchment, just blank, and a seal bearing the windmill crest gotcha. on it. And uh, I go ahead and light the oil lamp on the desk. Okay. There are also some drawers mm-hmm. on this desk. I give them a quick glance first to make sure they don't appear outwardly to be trapped. Not that I'm a rogue or anything, but again, drawing on the criminal background. Go ahead and just make me a wisdom perception check. Perception? Yeah, sure. 11 total. They look fine to you. Okay. I go ahead and start with the top and work my way down. Of which there are three. So the top one is empty. Completely. No dust, no crumbs, nothing. Hmm. Second Second one is also empty. Third. Third houses an iron key. An iron key. Huh. I go ahead and reach in and pick it up. Okay. And I look around the room curiously. It's got the number 20, 20. inscribed on it. Huh. I fold my arms and, and tap the key against my cheek, and I begin looking around the room for anything that might have... You happen to type in the Morse code for 20 on your face. <laughs> you are freed from the house. <laughs> 
Sweet. Wow. Uh, Anna? Or no, I don't know your name yet. You don't know my name yet. Sorry. You. Excuse me. Um, Anna. Uh, Anna, I'm very sorry to disturb you. You look very interested in those books. Do you see anything with a lock on it in here? I have a key. She shakes her head ever so slightly like she's breaking a reverie. A, you found a key? Yeah. Where do did you, you find that? In the desk here. Do you see anything with maybe a 20 on it or a lock or something? Uh, anything. A 20. Um. And while she's looking, I'm going over to the fireplace, looking at the chairs. Those are chairs in front of the fireplace? Yes, sir. Okay. And anything there that looks like either a keyhole lock or 20? Nothing okay. on the chairs. I'm looking up and down the bookshelf in front of me. I assume I don't see anything in particular. Mm, so, I'm yeah. following. I'm like kind of looking, not at the books themselves, but the parts of shelf that are showing mm -hmm. and i continue along here and then i'm going to come around the edge of it and go into the alcove and look up and down these shelves okay you are going along and the bookshelves themselves only carry like the um like a little placard with just like a letter on it for because the books are alphabetized i see um so when it marks to getting to another section in the alphabet Make me a wisdom perception check. Ooh. Fuck. Uh, 13. Okay. You're going along the back wall of the alcove uh -huh. when one of the placards doesn't have a letter on it. Hmm. And right above it is a red book with no words on its spine. Hmm. This is interesting. Razvan, come back here into this alcove. Okay, and I sidle up next to you. Do you see how this placard here, all the other books are categorized by letter and by alphabet. This placard has nothing on it, and neither does this book. Huh. I'm going to hook a finger in the spine and pull it slowly out. It's clearly a contraption in the way that the book pulls out. It's just a solid object. The pages are like little scraps of paper right. like glued to make the appearance of pages. Uh -huh. And when you pull it back, it just comes to a definite stop and there's like a kerchunk. This is not a book. The whole bookcase that that book was on nice. begins to rot. Before Wait, your eyes. What? Like in a time-lapse video. It's like suddenly it's been in a damp, humid place for years on end. The bookshelf the bookshelf itself like begins to like shrivel up and do that running thing that wood Get does. Back. Um, she jumps back against the opposite wall. Yeah, you can almost hear like the violins going off. <laughs> <laughs> but um it's like wood that's just been tossed in water and it's like beginning yeah. to just rot and crumble. The books are becoming moldy and shriveling and they're deteriorating to wood pulp and all that stuff. And as essentially this, this bookshelf just completely melts before your very eyes, revealing a room Ooh. behind it. Is it only that shelf? It is only that shelf. Okay. So it doesn't seem I to be spreading the whole out. I thought yeah. the whole room was dissolving. <laughs> yeah, the house like, is suddenly collapsing, collapsing around us. Yeah. yeah. Nope. It is just that bookcase that reveals a hidden room, and I think that is a good place to cut it for oh. this evening. Well, that was neat. Man. Thanks. I kind of came up with that whole thing. I think there's like 
a way that they actually did it in the book or whatever, but like... Oh, to reveal that hidden room? To reveal that hidden room, but I mean, I just think that... Your way was cool. I was like, what is happening? Much more atmosphere. It was supposed to just swing open like a door, which is just lame. Come on, wizards, you're better than this. Come on. Nice. Yeah, I like your way. Thanks. As you started to describe the decay of the room, I thought for sure, I was like, oh my word. So me pulling that book out had like triggered the the dissolving of the illusion of newness of this house. I thought, oh my word, the entire house is going to turn to like rotted, creaking house. That's what house. I was afraid of. I Indiana like, oh. Jones time. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, that just, that that undid whatever spell was yeah. keeping yeah. this place looking like it was. The crossbow was completely fine, but this book, no. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to conclude with? We still it's, have no experience points yet. Uh, no. Okay. Th- this uh, this house runs off of like a like a milestone right, right, system, right, right. Uh, and so not yet. Okay. No level ups yet. Just keep going and being the awesome characters you guys are. <laughs> okay. Razvan, keep up that uh, grinning charm, um, and Anna, keep being angry or I'm whatever angry. it is you do. <laughs> She's starting to warm up now. I mean, first of all, the library disarmed her some. Libraries really nice. do. Just have uh, a, they're just a magical yes. place. Aren't they, though? And, uh, I'm not going to yeah. bring Parks and Rec into this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Any other comments to close this out? Stay tuned for more. All right. Well, thank you very much, Stackers, for joining us for part two in our ongoing summer series of the Curse of Strahd campaign. I'm enjoying it. I'm liking being able to play. Me too. And thank you very much for running this thing. It means a lot to me. And we'll see you here again next time at Stack of Dice. At Stack of Dice. Do you see anything with a lock on it in here? I have a key. She sort of shakes her, her face. Shakes her face. Oh, my word. <laughs> <laughs>